everybody, this is A7X Fan Ben. Welcome to Pirates with Ben, uh, blog number 27, actually. I think I might have skipped the number, or hopefully I didn't miss a day. I'm pretty sure I didn't, but anyway, uh, this is blog 27. It's June 6th of 2018, and it's going to be a short one because I'm just going to do the features here, jump right into things with the deal of the day. I kind of got a pair here because the main one, which is this one here, is ending in about five and a half hours. Um, it's an auction. It doesn't have any bids yet. I think it's kind of underrated. I posted it on miniature trading. There are some duplicates in the lot. It's 40 bucks, um, but it's got a bunch of revolution stuff, some mysterious island stuff, and then some stuff from other sets too, including a few things from uh, South China Seas and the Caribbean set. So I already noticed um, some forts and some, some good ships here, some very good ones like the Rattlesnake and Executioner. HMS Nautilus, Jarvis, Bloody Jewel. There are some submarines as well. So I think it's kind of a cool lot. Um, but maybe people aren't interested in it because uh, of the price or maybe just because it's kind of random, I, I suppose. But at least you know what you're getting. So there's no surprises. And it looks all in nice condition and uh, unpunched and whatnot. So but since that's ending, I'm going to give another option, which is uh, six packs of Barbary Coast for... Uh, just under $17, so with free shipping, which is great. So it comes out to less than $3 a pack, and uh, it says there's four left of these, so hopefully that'll that'll probably last a little longer, um, but they're running out of these too. So so two deals of the day, and then you can find, actually, you can find the links in the description below to go and purchase those if you want to check those out, and I'm just going to jump right into the card of the day. So set numbers 1 through 14 for all the different sets. Random number generator says two, so it's Crimson Coast today. We're going to go to the Crimson Coast set page at the Miniature Trading Database. And I think Crimson Coast has around 130 pieces. We'll see if I'm right. And I'm not going to include the, the number. Actually, I guess I will. Let's see what it comes up with here in the database. And uh, while it's loading, just let me know uh, what kind of ideas you want to see on the on the blog, as always. So, all right, so it goes to 303. Actually, looks like 130. Yeah, 130 goes to the Roanoke, so that's the end of the regular set. But So I'll go to 303. One to number 303 is 47. It comes up with... So Fort Brompton, nice. All right, so our first fort for card of the day. First uh, fort of the day, I guess you could call it. So Fort Brompton is an English fort. Um, it's a common, obviously, from Crimson Coast. Uh, all four of the cannons or flags are 3L, and the ability says this fort gets plus one to its cannon rolls when a ship is docked at it. So this is a pretty cool fort. I think it's it's a little bit generic, but I think for three gold, you're getting four, four cannons all shooting at 3L, so it's a pretty good fort overall. And the ability is pretty nice. Um, it's better in big games, because in smaller games, you're not going to have a ship docked there just to get the bonus, usually, because you can't really afford to have ships just sitting around. Um, unless you're also defending the same fort with that ship, then you could park it there to get the kind of like a world hater bonus almost for a fort, which is cool. So then you'd have four 2L guns. Um, but I say it's bigger, it's better in a bigger game, because then you could actually afford to have a ship docked there. The Spanish did this a little bit in Vassal Campaign Game 1. Um, they actually have a ship, um, the Academia, that uh, can't be shot at while docked. So that was the perfect ship to station at a fort. And the fort didn't have this ability, but um, that's one example of, uh, of being able to use a ship with an ability like that. 
um, in order to get the bonus in kind of a fitting way, I suppose, kind of an interesting little combo. And I would say this four is good pretty much at any game size. Three gold isn't really a lot, so I would use it in 40-point games or especially campaign games and things like that. So in a, in a rating, game piece rating from 1 to 10, um, that's sometimes tough to come up with on the spot without really thinking about it beforehand. Um, I would say maybe 7.5. It's a good fort, but it's not quite, you know, it's not a, it's not an amazing fort. Ramsgate is better. That's an English fort that's better. Overall, though, forts are pretty effective for the most part, and, uh, you may have seen them in Vassal Tournament number two, Battle Reports from last year and the year before. Um, so in competitive play, forts are featured a bunch even there, so you can tell that forts can be pretty useful and an effective tool, especially if your opponent doesn't have many gunships and they have mostly a gold-based fleet. Um, the forts can be a good way to secure gold and keep it safe, especially if you need to go off doing other things and you can't get all the gold from that island home all in one go. So around 7.5 sounds about right. It's pretty much kind of a kind of a normal fort. It's not super exciting, but as forts go, it's still good. So still an effective game piece. And then the picture of the day, um, you probably guessed it would be from Economy Edition, and once again it is. Three years ago today, this picture was taken, and this shows the Lagoon in Economy Edition right after the curse basically took over. So the Lagoon is only, uh, you can only enter the Lagoon with game pieces that can submerge. So sea monsters that can submerge and uh, and submarines. And I did I did a little house rule where krakens and uh, uh, giant crabs can like submerge, so to speak. So most sea creatures could just go in the lagoon. Um, so the Americans and I think a tiny bit of the Franco-Spanish were kind of in the lagoon a little bit. And then the, the curse took over as you can see from this picture. So they've got a couple squids in there. They had a. They used their submarines to start getting gold from the gold island, and uh, the ships you see on the outskirts, the crocodile and the serpent's fang. The serpent's fang I just did a review of. She has that L booster ability, so she was able to boost the sea creatures into the lagoon uh, and speed them up. And then the crocodile was carrying either Sargasso Nightmare or the Hag of Tortuga, which is an L booster cursed crew. So that's the picture of the day. The lagoon is still one of the better looking and cooler game pieces I've ever, um, t custom terrain island pieces that I've ever used or made, so it's pretty sweet. And then the gold island in the middle, I've used, uh, a few times since then, so it's a nice combo. And, uh, hopefully I'll see the return of the lagoon someday. I've been, I've thought about it a bit in the past, but it's also extremely fragile, especially because there's some weight on it from all the glue and, like, the rocks and stuff used to make it, so it's very, it, like, droops and, like, it's very fragile, so transporting it, you almost have to put it in like a like a folder or a binder or something. Um, but anyway, so and speaking of which, you could check out my my recent uh, island and terrain review video of uh, Ross and AZ's stuff, which is on my channel right now. And but other than that, uh, check the links in the description for more info on the stuff I talked about. I'll put a link down there to Economy Edition. Uh, which is where you can see that picture and the whole story behind it and what happened to uh, this cursed squadron and whatnot. So thanks for watching. Always recommend things if you want me to talk about them, different topics and whatnot. And other than that, leave a like and subscribe, and I'll, I'll see you tomorrow.